Hi, it's Manuel Judice here and welcome to episode number four, season two of the podcast Leading Your Change initiative. Today I want to talk about the three layers of engagement that can ensure that you actually obtain business buying as a result of your technology investment. My background is in organizational psychology and business change. And over the last seven and a half years, I've supported change projects impacting several countries globally. And these were complex project that, projects that impacted uh, different functional areas, as well as, um, as I mentioned, different geographies. And what you find is that the uh, one of the key factors in, in, in defining uh, or contributing factor in the success of projects, um, I support the projects that actually did work and they deliver on time and on budget. They, they created the developer system that was fit for purpose and people understood it and bought into it, but also supported projects that weren't as effective. Uh, in my experience and direct observations, there are three layers of communication to define whether a project is going to succeed and deliver the value that is intended to deliver versus the projects that didn't. Uh, the first layer is the, uh, uh, it basically each of, this, each of these layers is identified by the audience as it intended to, to, to reach. The first one, the first one is uh, having a very strong leadership coalition and a very strong change and engagement mechanism that supports the alignment of such coalition. So we'll know that these are um, these are complex projects as we mentioned before, and the complexity is also given by the fact that uh, they they are underpinned by technology, and development of technology requires a lot of trial and errors, as well as, as, well as allocation of resources from each of different different countries to do testing, for example, or to define what a, a final solution should look like, what's the best option, what's the best design possible, right? So having these um, projects. Um, Having, having, um, uh, in order to to uh, the first element, the first micro categories is a gathering coalition, as I mentioned, and um, uh, having uh, senior leaders uh, sitting or being located in geographical areas that are being impacted, as well as be in charge of or managing uh, functions and business areas that are impacted by the change is really absolutely important, and for different reasons. One of them is these are the people that need to allocate resources, as I mentioned, uh, as well as these are the people that. Need need to make sure that the, the vision that you've defined as part of the project is lived through by the business. They need to understand the value of your initiative, what it will do for them, and they need to champion it and endorse it. So having a very sound and strong leadership coalition and an engagement strategy that allows for alignment is really, really important. The second layer of effective uh, change uh, communication is your, your change team, your project team. Now, I talk, uh, I talk about change team and what I'm actually, and, and I'm, what I'm really meaning to do is encompass the different functions within an organization that actually create, define change, create change, and implement change. We could refer to uh, PMO offices, uh, project management offices, delivery teams, change teams. These are all the professionals that uh, actually contribute into the definition of what the, what would the uh, final output is look like. Be it uh, an ERP implementation, uh, Sophie as a service implementation, Salesforce.com, financial consolidation uh, system or report. Um, it doesn't really matter which one technology is, but each and every one of the uh, team members or the contributors, individual contributors in your change team uh, that um, 
that um, share the personal expertise, uh, the personal knowledge and experience towards the creation of such technology or such a platform and the deployment of it. This is what I define as change team. Now, the ability of your change team um, and uh, typically the projects that I work with both in a change management capability as well as in a coaching and training capability, uh, these teams were... um, um, they were basically uh, working in different ways. The size went from, as I said, typically between 10 and 20 um, uh, people, uh, actually up to 30 people for the biggest projects. Um, talking about projects between $1 and $15 million in terms of budgets allocated to them. And this, these professionals, uh, they were uh, sometimes uh, geographic, geographically dispersed. So you leverage people in, in different countries from Eastern Europe and, um, and Asia Pac, for example, depends what the, the expertise used to be. But the ability of the, the East change team and the individual contributors to, of, in these change teams to effectively communicate and engage with each other was one of the key determining factors in actually developing and deploying a technology that was fit for purpose. For example, you as part of those teams and the ones that were most successful and introducing change at a at a business representative a product owner or a change manager or communication person or a program manager or a, cha- or a project managers in some cases that could actually represent the um the business the needs of the business and could articulate what the prototype for example from a system implementation perspective were going to look like once you have a prototype and a model but also the most effective change teams had uh, alongside the prototype and the business representative a very um a big picture technical development person or solution architect or a lead developer they also understood the what were the micro components that were actually delivered the value to the business so the most effective teams uh, had both any technical uh, expertise as well as a business understanding of what those what that technology what the functionalities were intended to be in order to deliver that value now communication and engagement in this team and these teams are, are absolutely essential they're oftentimes overlooked because they've seen as a soft skill that doesn't actually um, you know, it's it's intangible. It's not clear to see what the value of it is, and it actually, the value of it is the ability of this change team to articulate through each of it of their interaction with the business what the value of the technology, what the ultimate value and utilization of the technology is in the business. And what I notice is the project teams and the change teams that were better able to communicate that value were the ones that actually had received more better buy-in in terms of. Uh, you know, the business understood it, they endorsed it, they were attending the knowledge transfer session and training sessions, and they were actually ultimately utilizing the system. Now, the third macro um, uh, layer of, of, of engagement that is absolutely essential is the entirety of your business audiences operationally that will be impacted by the change. We're talking about finance audiences, marketing audiences, HR audiences. Um, you could refer to uh, sales and product management of audiences or finance audiences, as I mentioned already. So these are the people that need to be on board and a good majority of these people need to, first of all, uh, first utilize the technology uh, ultimately uh, in the best possible way. So they have to have, a new, uh, there has to be an element of utilization. There has to be an element of proficiency in which the, the technology gets utilized and there is to be an element of speed or how fast the technology gets utilized. These three elements have delivered appropriately. Uh, they actually uh, feed into um, you know, your ability to have a return on investment for your technology investment. Now, the third communication and engagement strategy has to be fit for purpose for this audience.
tools uh, has to alternate or complement both online and offline marketing sorry, online and offline channels, communication channels, as well as the ability of those uh, specific groups to uh, feedback. And this is what I define or what the, my, as I say, my grounded organization psychology, but as well as in uh, communication, personal and business communication. So these, these groups have to be engaged with. They're not just communicated with through a one-way communication channels, emails, uh, bulletins, newsletters, uh, posters. They also have to be given the opportunity through one to one meetings, town halls, discussion groups, work groups, facilitated sessions. There has to be a two way uh, communication or an engagement mechanism whereby they can really feedback um, throughout project implementation if there are concerns, if there are challenges, but also they can highlight opportunities for what a, a system could do for them and how better to you know, tailor and, 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 and draft a bespoke communication that will land better in that area of the business. So, in summary, these are the three layers of a effective uh, project communication uh, number one was the uh, uh, leadership coalition uh, that had to add a, a very bespoke comments and engagement a sponsorship alignment roadmap that's how I would we'll call it define it the second layer of communication is the comments and engagement of the operating rhythm of the delivery team how they work and collaborate with each other and the third layer of communication is the uh, communication and engagement channels that are utilized to uh, speak uh, to, um, to 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 engage with a vast ma- vast majority of the business audiences that are impacted by your change.